Before we start today's episode Today's of the... beautiful podcast episode. Are you just talking over me like everybody in this week's Hell movie? yeah, man. I'm making it current. because in my this, favorite parts in that movie. In this movie, people talk, talk over, each over each other. It's like you are listening to multiple audiobooks at once. <laughs> audiobooks? Yeah, speak of the devil oh or demons. Goodness. Speak of Satan. Speak of Satan. This week's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Satan. <laughs> brought to you by Satan. You know who is not Satan? Audible. Audible is the opposite of Satan. Audible is the Jesus. <laughs> God. Audible is the Jesus, the God of audiobooks. Who else does audiobooks like Audible? Nobody else. They're at the top. They're the main one. Can you listen to the Bible on Audible? I believe one time we established it was read by Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> That's nice. It was. This was this was established on this podcast that you can listen to the Bible as read by Jesus Christ himself. <laughs> so, make a Wikipedia entry. God, so well. But more importantly than the yes, Bible, yes. more importantly than the then Bible, the bold statements coming out of these this direction. More importantly than the Bible. Yeah. You can support this podcast. <laughs> How? Does it involve Audible in some fashion? By going to audibletrial.com slash bmovie, and you can get your free audiobook, a free audiobook on this podcast, uh, on us. On us. And a free trial for put Audible. It, put it on our tab. You can literally sign up for the free trial, get your free audiobook, and cancel the subscription. You shouldn't do that because Audible is a good service. Audible is a great service, and I have used it many times. I have many books from them, and all of them are Dean Koontz books. I was books. hoping you would say right. that. They're all Dean They're Koontz all books. Dean books. It's all Corey listens it. to. I mainly listen to Phantoms on repeat. Phantoms is good. It's a good book to wake up to, eat lunch to, fall asleep to. to. But the movie is not as good. Make love to your loved ones to Phantoms. Don't watch the movie ones. of Phantoms, though. Ben Affleck, I mean, there's a cool monster in it. I don't hate it. It's not a good movie. But, I it's mean... boring. So one of those, it's one, one of those time, ones we hate. That's a lot of nothing. I don't. But like they don't. They they could. The movie could be like an hour and leave out all the bullshit. But, but when, it's a lot of bullshit. When with I, all the cool stuff. When I was a kid, I read Phantoms and it changed my life, because it's a shape shifting monster that is like demonic and it could have taken out the Roanoke Colony. It's like a garbage version of like the thing. It's like a bad version of the thing. The thing takes place in. Antarctica or Snowland. I mean, the movie, though. The movie's like a bad version of the thing. I'm talking about the books. We're talking about audiobooks. If you listen to the audiobook, you will be listening to Dean Koontz's words, not the adaptation starring Ben Affleck and Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone is not in Phantoms. Yeah, I was going to say. No, obviously he's not in Phantoms. That's called a joke. It's a (laughs) joke. Sorry, you're not in tune with my locker room talk. Where I talk about Sylvester Stallone <laughs> Phantoms. That's that was what... locker duck. Hey guys, I just finished working out. Uh, remember how Sylvester uh, Stallone was a Phantoms? <laughs> <laughs> good one, Nick. Always with that good joke. Uh, yeah, Phantoms, yeah. Sly Stallone yeah, joke. He's not in the movie. That's why it's funny. No, um. I like how you walked in the locker room and you had to clarify that you just finished working out. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just got done. That's what he says every time. It's part of the joke. Part of the whole joke. It's the running gag that slides the running gag. But you know what's not a running gag? What? Your free trial for Audible. No, Your it's free not. audio. It's a free book. It's a, how can you fucking go wrong there? It's Honestly, a free audio book. If you haven't tried books that you can listen to, listen to us and use our audiobook um, Audible link which is what? Slash BNB podcast? No, it's audibletrial.com slash bmovie. Almost. <laughs> yeah, you were real close. I was so close.
Welcome to B Movie Breakdown, episode number 203. 203. Those are numbers. Those are numbers, and this is the third time we've discussed this movie on this podcast. Second time with yourself, first time with our guest. Um, well, there's no one in the number. But there's three of us here. Oh my god, is this the conspiracy coming true? No. The, the legend is real. <laughs> the legend is real. And that's why the this is the B-Movie exists. Breakdown, a weekly podcast where we find the human enjoyment in low-budget, lesser-known films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what-the-fuck. I'm Corey, that's Nick. This week we're joined, once again, by a special guest, Pat. Say hello to the people. Hello, people. To the masses. Hi, say masses. hello. Oh, hi, masses. Yeah, say hi to the masses. Hi to the masses. Yeah, say hi again. Hi. To who? The masses. Yeah, say hi to them. Hi, my masses. <laughs> each week's podcast why it's funny. each week's movie will be revealed on prior episodes so you two can join in on the podcast this week it's a second it's an annual we're creating a tradition around here I don't know how I feel about it maybe we, maybe next year we won't do it again that's fine as long as you give me a maybe or maybe we'll get a bigger group together and that'll be like a if thing. it's definitive fine if we just keep adding to the Adding to the masses. Adding to the four masses. people next time. Four people. On episode 304. I don't know. That won't. That's not how. No, a year of be, episodes is not, not 100. Yeah. So it could be. You have to pick it up. If it's two a week. Two weeks. 203 plus 52 is 75. So 275. Yeah, right? That's not going to work. You have to do it at 274. Well, that, that makes it, but you said 304 to no, start with. 255, 255, you dummies. 52 plus, 52 plus 3 is 55. Nah, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. 255. I don't buy it. I don't buy his math. I don't buy it, man. I don't buy this math either, but I do buy that you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, The zero Google in the middle podcasts. threw me off, all right? I don't want to talk about that. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, they know where to Stitcher, get, they know where to get them. Anchor, wherever you get your podcast, you can listen to them. If you go to our Anchor page, anchor.fm slash Podcast, you can support this show. If you want to. You give a dollar, send you a sticker. Dollar for a sticker is a, uh, it certainly is a thing that If we you do. give more than a dollar, like five dollars, you can suggest a film. And we will watch that film in the very next episode. If you give like $10, I'll come to your house and watch a movie with you. I can't believe he's... Anywhere, yeah. Yeah, because he's just, he's just testing to see if people will do that. Somebody's going to hold you to that. Yeah, and then you'll be your verbal contract, and they'll sue you for 10 bucks. Yeah. They don't know the fine print where they have to pay for my trip to their oh, house. Okay. Oh, that's fair. All right. What if we don't have a computer? Can I mail you a dollar? What's your what's your P.O. box? I'm not box? giving out my address. What about your P.O. box? PO box. Open up a P.O. box. Just list a popular corner that you could just like meet people that can pick you up. Yeah. It's like an Uber thing. Corner. It's like an Uber thing. Where you can come pick Corey up and give him money. Yeah, just pick me up, <laughs> give me money. It's a normal thing that you can do. Just like take, listening take to a, this. Take a movie man to your house and watch a movie. <laughs> just like also listening to this podcast listening on bbpodcast.com, which is our website. You can... Uh, Contact us there. You can contact us on Twitter at BMB Podcast, Instagram at B Movie Breakdown. Use uh, that. Search, use that one. Use that one. Use the Instagram. The Facebook is there too. Like us on there. Follow us on Instagram. 
We're all over the place. I, That's I keep true. Up, I keep up the most just with true, the Instagram. True statement. Do the stories, Insta stories, some gifts. We are some all silliness. Over the place. It's fun. <laughs> we have fun on there. We have fun. I don't like that. Fun either. only. Dang. You just really want to tell people that you have fun. Good job. I'm happy for you. I'm happy too. Somebody's having fun here. Somebody's having happy. fun. So that's good. That's good. Do you have some plugs, Nicholas? You can, yes. Follow me at uh, Scatterville Stories on the Instagram and the Facebook to see um, works in progress and illustrations that I am currently working on for future projects. If you want to buy some of my stuff that to help out the guys who I did it for, you can follow Blind Adam and the Federal League on wherever social media is a thing. Usually the Instagram and the uh, the Facebook. And you can buy comics and t-shirts I did for them, so do that. Do you hate Nazis? You hate Nazis? Sure damn do. If you have fuck yeah, you do. Because if you say yes, that you like Nazis, you should just not be a human. Because what's your problem? Corey just murdered a spider. A poor defenseless spider. It's little arm was like hailing Hitler, so he had to take care of it. Oh, okay. Nazi spiders. Yeah, Yeah, invasion of the Nazi spiders. There's a movie. Is there an ETA for your current project? My current project that I'm working on, the ETA is um, hopefully within the next year. Cool. Because it could be 32 to 48 pages. Full color. Um, take some time. Oh, full Looks, color too. Oh, yeah. We got colors. It looks really good in black Thank and white. You. I appreciate that. It's man. really, really good. Thank you. Maybe I'll sell some black and white versions if you want to buy some of those. There you go. Because, yeah, it'll be a full uh, art history book for... Now you're a marketing man. Um, the personification, brief personified history of this great, great country. Boom. But yeah, at Scatterville Stories to follow me doing that. And another piece of history from this country is this week's movie. It's true. Where, where we learn about friendship. We do. It's friends. Uh-huh. Forever. Yeah. That's what this movie teaches you. And the importance of peace. Yeah. And the importance of peace. True violence. No, wait, without violence. It's confusing. To, <laughs> friends to eternity, loyalty, honesty. Brutality, yep. murder, Stay together killing. Until the end. Killing and ninjas. Killing and ninjas. Yeah. It's a it's an, a second annual viewing. But the third time this podcast has addressed it, I found that out today. This is true. It blows my mind. It's just <laughs> the three times. So it's already got a triple three. That makes it like a tradition, and it pisses me off. Two times is different. Three times is the charm. Yeah, now it's, it's and that's it's, now it's a thing. It's yeah. not going anywhere. Now it's yeah. a thing. This week on the podcast, it's one of my. It's I think it's my. It's, it's Corey's favorite thing. It's my favorite bad movie. It is it, I, like. I love The Room. I love Troll 2. They're great bad movies. But for, for me, yeah. Miami Connection has has it all. It's per, it's a, it's a perfect film. It's a perfect it has is like the perfect amount of bad and then good and it's just it's everything. So this week on the podcast, episode 203, Miami Connection. It's the best of the worst. Almost exactly one year ago. I mean, episode 154 of the podcast. Whole fucking year. <laughs> we watched Miami Connection. This that was the second episode of Miami Connection for this podcast. Long, long time ago, we had watched Miami Connection. Yeah, so this podcast has already tackled this movie three times. This will be the third time. Oh, this is the third time you've done it. Yeah. 
Technically, second time with Nick. I was okay. I wasn't I was sitting in the background. I wasn't talking though. I listened to the last one. It made me want to watch this movie. Yeah. Well, that's that's a weird coincidence. Yeah, so you're welcome. That we came asked you to be on the, on the podcast. Yeah, your wish. You, we'll make a and, make a wish tonight, and then see what happens this in a year. Is a, this okay. was actually, this is actually just a make a wish. You can't episode. tell us. You can't tell us I'm what it is. Tell. I know how wishes work. Yeah, you can't tell me your wish, Pat. Don't tell me your wish. I won't. All right, dude. Stop trying to make me. Before that, we had watched uh, Robot Jocks and uh, Crash and Burn. Which back I love. Both of those. I were, love those. Those are sweet movies. And be- before that was Amityville, nineteen ninety-two. It's about. Time. It's already been a year since we watched those movies. Yeah. What am I doing here? <laughs> it been, seems. It life? doesn't seem like. Well, I, I, yeah. <laughs> it's been over a year since we watched Amityville, nineteen ninety-two. It's about time. Because I hear that. I hear what? You. the movie's called Amityville, nineteen ninety-two yeah. colon. It's about time. I get that, but why? Because the movie was about time. There's like time travel. Oh. There's like a clock. There's a clock in the house. Yeah, it's about, no, it's about time. It's literally about time. It doesn't uh, seem like it was that long ago. But at ago. one point they do say it's about time, like the yes. other way you would say it. At the end, don't they say it doesn't the late, the one, remember how it like looped back and the girl. It's got a cool loop. Yeah, yeah thing at the end and the one girl's like, it's about time. But like the movie was literally about time. It's one of those movies where I think, you know, I enjoyed it, but like, would I, really, would I recommend you to watch it? No. I like that. Though. It's just a weird like, and the only reason it was like Amityville connected was because the clock was made with wood from the house. When the clock was from the house. The clock was from the original. So house. they just took an object from the original haunted house, and then of course that's how hauntings work. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then it got transported to a different. To this like suburban neighborhood. Okay. So this is a sequel of the original. Yes, this is, I think it was like the fourth or fifth okay, one yeah, in the okay. series. What awesome. movie? What movie did we watch where like somebody fucked a tree or something? The tree, the the druid. Baby oh, that one was the the guardian. That was like a, she was like a nymph, like a tree. She was a tree like goddess, pagan like god type deal. Or and would feed babies to, to the tree, tree. and oh. their, their powers were connected. That one's wild. So she'd feed it babies and fuck it. If you want to watch something, well, it was well it was, like a husband. Actually, like there's a guy who was like having sex with the woman or she was creeping in like a nanny but she would like go into people's if I can remember it right she would go into different she would nanny different babies and the baby would go missing and so would she like she would I think I feel like I've listened to that podcast too I definitely had she uh there was a from the from the same director of The Exorcist there you go I I believe that movie was Hmm. getting all the hits You, you really didn't like that movie though like which one the tree one the tree one. I didn't like it. it was just, I remember it being all right. Maybe both you guys. I remember just, like, it being it slightly bad. like it was boring, like but like the yeah. concept was cool and it had some cool parts. I remember there was a real violent one where she like sacrificed like gang it's, members and like to the tree and then yeah. put them on fire and stuff. That was real cool. But uh, well, yeah, she was jogging and these guys like tried to rape her basically. So it's like, well, you don't even know what the fuck I am. So deal with this tree. That was during we did a, like a whole slew of horror movies in October where we watched like People Under the Stairs, Doctor Giggles, The Good Son, and Wolf. The Good Son, good one. Yeah, it was yeah, a good one. No body, man. Colin Culkin could always come back and make a second one. Yeah, I think, think it always. Will? Yeah, I think it's coming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just thinking. Hmm, I think I'm gonna make a sequel to The Good Son. Yeah, it's going to be called connection to our, uh, The Good Man, because I'm an adult now. Connection to our wrestling podcast we do. Oh, we do that? Macaulay Culkin is currently, <laughs> well, as we're recording this, he's in 
in the area we live in, in the Chicagoland area, sure. for the all-in weekend part of StarCast, his podcast they're doing uh, at StarCast. Oh, do you think he's going to do like some like betray somebody like John Stewart did John Cena? Maybe. That'd be cool. He had a, like a match thing or something at some promotion. I, for, I he forgot. He got involved in something. It was a, They did like a Home Alone thing where he like made somebody slip on like cars. It was like Do you think thing. Stephen Amell is going to shoot an arrow at somebody? Yeah, Christopher Daniels. This is Christopher Daniels' last match ever. This he's is die. Oh, he's gonna, oh he's no! Gonna, Stephen Amell is going to kill. Green Arrow versus the Fallen Angel. Wait, has Stephen Amell been in wrestling recently? Cody's been because I know he's a giant fan, right? He wrestled one time at SummerSlam. He wrestled like a few times, four or five years ago. He wrestled like yeah, he had like two like matches. I thought it. it was. I thought he wrestled another time too. Maybe at like an indie thing or something. No, I meant WWE. I thought. He was in, well. He's doing moves. It wasn't a match, I guess. No, he had the <laughs> one match though, and then now he's doing a match this weekend at All In. I feel like his uh, Green Arrow training could translate well in wrestling. I mean, he's just an inhuman creature. Yeah, he can easily do it. Yeah, he's just you know out, out of control. You know who else is an inhuman creature? Who? Why cake him? Oh, I thought you were going to talk bad about Pat. He's right no. here, asshole. <laughs> the writer and producer oh of this week's movie. This will be. Because I don't, the other one we didn't watch in like the same time frame, uh, the last time, the first time Miami Connection was featured on this podcast, forever, I mean that's so long ago. There's so many but breaks and so many different Because things. Because we're on Anchor now, you can listen to all those old ones, you can, they're up there. You can listen to all those old ones. Put them on and... You can listen to them on our website, bbpodcast.com. All right. And on Anchor, and you can sp- support the podcast on Anchor. Did you know that? You can donate money to us. Yeah, I knew about it. Yeah, he knows about it, man. I knew about it. He knows about it. Dollars. Yeah, he, I'm, he I'm knows, aware. He knows I'm aware of what you want from he me. He knows what dollars, dollars. are. <laughs> you could donate to this podcast. What about if, if if Pat? If you donate a dollar, he will let you hang out with him. Oh, I can no, donate if a you, dollar. No, if you donate a dollar, yeah, I'll give you a sticker. Oh, I already okay. got a sticker. I got one of those. If you give if you give Corey ten dollars, he might even come over and hang out with you at your house. Can I give less than one dollar? Is that a possibility? No. Oh, then I'm out. The minimum is dollar. One. I'll, if you give, yeah. all right, give me a dollar. I'll give you a change. I'll give you, I'll give you a quarterback. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll give you a can quarterback. I, can I just give it to you? I'm right here. That would make it easier. Yeah. It would look cooler if we could see it on the website. Are you, you see it there? You know how capitalism works. Someone offers to give you money, you take it. <laughs> no, I'm like the band leader of the band that got screwed over in this movie. Any money I make, it all goes to you. You gonna give it to me? Yep. All right. Who <laughs> I got beat up? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, just go outside and text me with a chain. I don't know. All right. So for our second annual uh, viewing. Second annual, but third time the podcast has watched it. What are we doing? <laughs> second annual viewing of Miami Connection. Uh, it's, I mean, this movie, it never gets old. This movie is just incredible. It's an incredible movie for being something that was, nobody saw. It just was down in the basement, you know, for eons. It ruined a man's life. It really ruined his life. He lost all his money. I like, knew he went broke, but I know like yeah, he like went into like a deep dark place. And oh, he was no. just like that's where he kind of became like a motivational speaker. Yeah, kind of crawl out of that hole. Yeah, pull that's himself, good. pull himself out of it. Yeah, but I mean, until they the guys at the Alamo Draft House found it and bought a reel for thirty five bucks, and then it became this this insane. Imagine if you could thing. spend thirty five bucks and get something this awesome. That, that would be, I mean, I bought some movies before, uh, never for $35, but I've never had them be like that 
Like the only one, one of the few that I could say that I bought and was like, oh my God, this is like unbelievable. It was Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD. <laughs> I had never seen that. Like Honestly, a- you were you were basically the Alamo Draft House for the people you knew for that movie. You gotta watch this. Doesn't, the VHS circled yeah, through a VHS. bunch of people. The yeah. VHS did circle yeah. quite a bit. And that, that, was, that was a random purchase. The cover looked absurd. It's the and best it, constructed trauma movie they have made. It really is. It's the best one. It's really well made. It's... It's funny. It's like legitimately funny. It's the best. It's not one. even just funny because how stupid and like absurd it is. It is, is very absurd. It's the best one. But it is. It's well. It's well made movie. It has a really good story to it, and ever. It's all. It is very well constructed, and uh, that was probably like one like random one that I've ever bought. That I was like, oh, I can't believe I... But, I mean, that's something that people who are Tromo fans have heard of. It wasn't like some random... Yeah, but this is also a long time ago, so it's yeah. it's a little more rare to come across those little gems. Did right. you get that one signed? Yeah, I that's got good. that signed by Lloyd. Um, and then, like, a, the only one other one, which we, should, which we really should watch for the podcast, and is I what? do have a VCR that we could watch it with. You could probably watch it on YouTube, to, to be honest, is uh, Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Oh. <laughs> a movie starring Kiss. And it is. Oh yeah, that's is, a thing. It's unreal. Right. Yeah. It is, that's a thing. It's. It's just a weird. They have space it's like rocks. A and it gives original. Them, oh yes. Yeah. It is. Awesome. Uh, they wrote it. <laughs> oh wow. There. It was made in the seventies, <laughs> maybe late seventies, early eighties. I mean, they have like these space rocks. They give them powers. Of course. And that's how they're... Uh, well, they, what they're, else would Space Rocks do? And they have to stop this guy who's uh, doing bad things at an amusement park. I like it. Very Scooby-Doo-ish. I don't want to give too much away. Oh, yeah. It no, is very, no, no. It is very much a Scooby-Doo episode, <laughs> but without Scooby-Doo. Like, Kiss could have just guessed on an episode of Scooby-Doo, and it would have been pretty pretty similar. You think if you research a little bit, they stole from Scooby-Doo, but they, actually. Well, they just forgot. Then they wouldn't be able yeah, to sing songs in it, though. They perform like rock and roll all night. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the one character's name is Beth, so they perform Beth. Mm-hmm. It's just like an excuse to like that was yeah, a good idea. perform the song <laughs> to her. Right. It's just, uh, but yeah, I have that on VHS. I like that, a random, a random purchase. I think the first time you bought, or when you originally bought Shark and Kabuki Man, we watched it in my house. Probably like right after. I remember I bought it from Disc Replay. Disc Replay, yeah, would be my guess. I don't know where else you would have bought that around here. Yeah. Disc replay, easy. Or like Crow's Nest had shit, but... No, they were done by then. Yeah, no, they were done by the time I got Unfortunately. And they, when they when they closed down, they weren't they didn't have any VHS there anymore. That How was, sad. Do they, have well, res- do they resell stuff there? No, they, never, think so. they didn't have resell stuff. What there. a sad moment. When no. the, when the, when the, it was the only record store around for but a long time. They, but their times were numbered. But now record stores are like a big thing again now. Like they're a popular thing again now. They should try and make a resurgence. Kick all that smaller space. Baby store out. Maybe in a smaller space. Yeah, because there was the uh, there was the the one other crow's nest that was in downtown Chicago, close to where my school was. Like the only other one. Yeah. And that one was awesome. And jumping back between that and Tower Records back in the day was fantastic. But Tower Records also all all within all within a block of the school, so I could just walk over there and hang out. I used to buy a bunch of shit over there. I think there's like a Tower Records documentary that's out that Colin Hanks like directed or something. Oh, I like his dad's work too. (laughs) Who's his dad? Um, Sam Hanks. Remember we watched that movie with Tom Hanks' brother in it, and I the whole time I I was like, well, he's only in it like two or three times. I was like, 
I was like, God damn, that guy looks like Tom Hanks. It's a, Je- it's a Jean-Claude movie. It was, yeah, that Jean-Claude movie. He was the bus driver. He was, yeah. He was in it, like, two times, the whole movie. This is the greatest hits at podcast. Yeah, right, he was. It was awesome. But, yeah, and it was like, God damn, that guy looks then like, we found it out, sounds like Tom Hanks. And we found out he does all, like, basically all the voice work of, like, Tom Hanks. Like, he's Woody and, like, all the video games That and I shit. knew. That I knew, yeah. Oh, so. That's a good one. Yeah, I was like, oh, that guy looks like Neat. Tom Hanks. It'd be nice if his name was also Tom Hanks, but with an it's H. It's Tim Hanks. Tim Hanks? Or Tim Todd Hanks. Hanks? Is it actually? I think it was Jim Hanks. Or is it John Hanks? Just like Jim. Well, there's a Jim, a John, a, a Tom. A Jack. A Jack. A Mark. Mark. There's so many all of them. A movie. Jeff. Oh, okay. No, Hanks? It, no, yeah, that's so the last name. Well, all the adore the Oh, we're talking about the movie we just watched. I was going to say yeah. all the orphans, but then it was going to come out all the endorphins. All the endorphins. All the endorphins were named. That almost sounds like a Star Trek thing. There's a lot of endorphins in this movie. Yeah. So, Pat, first time seeing this movie... What did you think of Miami Connection? Um, well, I already enjoyed the audio recap from the previous podcast with this movie, so I really, really wanted to watch it. So you had some spoilers already. Yeah, but I was probably inebriated when I listened to it, so I don't remember all the details. It's honestly the best way to listen to this podcast. I do remember Jeff being a dick. That's the the one thing that stood out a lot. Jeff is a dick. He's a dick. And then I think I remember like the Kung Fu band, too. That was probably the other big detail. But it was uh, it was definitely entertaining. Def- it, it makes you happy to watch this movie. <laughs> that's for sure. All right. I kind of want to revise my opinions, my previous opinions on Jeff, because all he wants to do is have his sister go to school, get a good job, get a good career, and stop and not mess around with boys and focus on her future. And he he's a good brother that is in a gang and sells coke. It wasn't just that he didn't want her to date boys. He didn't want her to date like low light. What he what he deemed as a low life like just guy. Do you think anybody was going to satisfy Jeff? Jeff, no. Well, yeah, okay. Or besides friends at all, he wanted Jeff to have too. friends. Besides Jeff, yeah, he didn't want. Well, he knew what friend. It was a coded word. He knew, friends. He knew friend meant. He is. He is. Um, well, yeah, because she introduced John at first as this is my friend John. Yes. He's like friend because he knew like boyfriend was implied. He knew that they were doing a little in and out action. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He saw he saw them holding hands. And he was they're jealous, walking, having their very deep conversation. You know when you when you're dating a girl, and you're walking on the sidewalk, and you're just like, "So tell me about your family." <laughs> yeah, we haven't talked about this, so this is the best time. We've to been do dating it. for a while, but tell, what, uh, I don't know anything about your family. That's why he started the conversation in between classes because he knew he could say it, look compassionate, and that would just be over. Whoa, the bell rang. Got to go to class. But I care about you. I'll see you after. I'll see you at when we play that show at that club, and then we kiss and make out. He on the made beach. her leave class. To talk yeah, about he made that. her sneak out. Remember all those silly faces made by the door, and it's cracking her up. Yeah, her computer teacher's talking about some like amazing feat that the class did as a team. They were like the fourth school? in like the the nation or whatever of the computing, the yeah. typing class, obnoxious clickety clack of the keyboard. Yeah, she had to leave because the computers were too loud. But he literally, literally <laughs> took her out of class. So then again, he, we got evidence that he's a bad influence. Oh, that's true. And Jeff just wants good her point. to go to school. Good point. Fuck Dragon Sound, dude. I'm on Team Jeff. Oh, Whoa, dude. You can't say the whole. You can't put the Whoa, whole band on. on blast here just because, <laughs> just because John might have some hey, questionable motives. One guy. Mark, Tom, they don't deserve that. Guilty by association. Jim wasn't panicked. He was too worried about himself and his father. Yeah, Jim is... But he's still got to learn on the key, play the keyboards. This movie's turning you into extremists. <laughs> did you like Did you like when... um? Who is the... Which guy had the mullet? Was that Tom? 
Tom. I love when the little moments of them, like, showing they actually work, like, trying to put, like, songs together. Like, oh, I'll have Jim learn it. Like, an actual human conversation. That was, yeah. yeah I was like, all right. <laughs> that yeah, was like, oh. and, and it was like, Jim can handle it. He's... He was actually one of the better actors. He read his lines really well. I thought Jack was and... pretty good, too. He seemed sincere. Yeah. Like, kind of na- little naive Jack. Yeah, kind of. When he's talking about doing the world tour. That's genuine. Dude, I don't and... No, he was not good. He was <laughs> great. That, that part was real bad. Oh, just because you don't want to go and tour to all your home countries your parents I just came don't from. I think you read those lines very well at all. No, because see, they came from his heart. He memorized them. <laughs> you don't memorize something that comes from your heart like that. It yeah, just you comes do. out. No, because well, he didn't write the fucking script. That's obvious. Yes. No, it was Y.K. Kim. Yeah, yeah. So he, he delivered all his lines beautifully, too. Yeah, he did a good yeah, job. Just like how he plays he guitar. Yeah. yeah, he's also a guitar. When you play guitar, you grab all the strings and just shake the guitar. Just kind of shake it. Yeah. And move well, your hand up and down the fretboard. Or have your hand like you're playing with your thumb, but instead of moving your thumb like you're playing the th- strings, just move your whole hand. Yeah. <laughs> Waving your hand in front of the strings. I don't think you're familiar <laughs> with the uh, the, the Do way of playing a guitar. <laughs> You think that you weren't learning that from his uncle Jin? Whatever his name uncle was. Uncle Unse or whatever. Is that what it was? Unse? I mean, that's not what you should say. <laughs> what? How is that bad? Because that's not his name. You're just making sounds. They, just they, making sounds. What, the way they what are names it? but sounds, really, you know? Oh, I got called out. It's true. <laughs> names are just sounds. <laughs> yeah. I got a few select sounds for you right now if you want to like hear them. Like, your name is Nick? Like, whoa. Yeah, that's like a Nick in the... Nick. Nick in the... Your name the is... Pavement. Your name is Corey. Did you hear that? I think... Your name is Corey, like the fucking monster, and we're gonna watch one day. Oh my! I don't think I don't think the monster's name is Corey. Is that the noise he makes? Corey. Uncle Song. Uncle Song, you were close. Unse is not close to Song. <laughs> now I'm calling bullshit over here. <laughs> Uncle Song, that was the director of the movie. Awesome. Is he related to Wu Sang Park? That was the director of the movie. As Richard Park, but. <laughs> Yeah, he was credited as Richard Park. I saw that name in the credits, too. Yeah, you know why? For, just the American name I would say for, yeah, for fucking Americans who just, you know, just terrible people. Don't want to say Wu Song. Yeah, he directed a lot of uh, kung fu movies. Oh, really? Oh, he's professional. May, maybe we should dive into his catalog. Shaolin the Blood Mission. Ooh. That was one of the more surprising aspects of this movie. It's definitely a kung fu flick. Like, oh, yeah. it's very, it's very reminiscent of every Chinese, old Chinese kung fu movie you've ever seen. It was great. Just little little character nuggets that just make it shine. Yeah, there's so many little ones. Like, even the characters that you would think wouldn't get, like, the time of day in a movie. Even, like, some of the bad guys. Almost all the gang members had their... From every gang, and there's so there's many so of them. Many. They look so unique. They all <laughs> were unique. <laughs> yeah, they all... The ones that got to talk, they all had their own, like, personalities. They did. They... The only ones that... Even the ninjas, when they weren't in ninja garb, had like uniqueness. Like, they mm-hmm. had like a thing about them. It's they true. all dressed in their own way, were their true. own person. It's yeah. true. It was very weird, like thing for this movie to have. But I, I mean, he just had people who he knew be in this movie. Right. And they just brought their own shit. Although I don't know who brought all the Adidas. There's a lot of Adidas. I think it was just that time. Probably that. Just everybody had Adidas. Run DMC song came out. And then everybody was just like, that was the jam. Lots of Adidas. Yeah. Everyone wanted to be a brother. Yeah, that was... To quote the guy in this movie. That was a fucking line. It was a line. That's true. It was a line. The guy It came the... way out of left field. It did. Because all, all they were doing was like, they were dancing. One, why were those three guys... Those three guys, they were like the main three guys of Jeff's gang. 
They were in the gym where they all worked out, like the gang headquarters. It was empty. It was empty. The lights yeah. were off. The lights were off. <laughs> and they're all three just hanging out in the gym dancing. Because yeah, they're doing, they're on drugs. They're <laughs> drugged out of their minds. Probably tweaking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're out of their minds. I mean. All the coke they were supposed to sell, they just did. That'd be yeah. like if we turned the lights off in here, not recording, and just stood up right now and started like, eh, hey. And no music was playing. Nothing, no. Just like dancing, doing Maybe one guy was going like, do that, do that. Like, I don't know, some sort of little beat going on. Let's dance to that, There were symphonies going on inside their heads, and that's all that counts. We were not privy to that. But that guy thought he was dancing so good that he decided to say, I'm a brother now. Yep. Yeah. He switched. He switched races. <laughs> well, he, made, he made the jump. What was that? Skip back to nineteen. He's like, it's like nineteen sixty-two. I was like, what is that about? I don't even what know why the, he said that. He said it to he Jane. He's yeah. just like, and if I have a problem with this movie, it is Jane's role. She's just like, she's like a main thing. She's a plot but she's, device, but, but she's not in it enough. She's a plot device. No, she's not. It's because she's a plot device, right? She exists. Without her, there'd be no confrontation with Jeff, and there'd be no ninjas. I feel like there should have been more of her. I agree. Like they could. Why couldn't they be teaching her Taekwondo? And she could have had some fight scenes. It's true. Because she, they could only get one woman to be the main woman character, and she I, didn't want to be around half. She the time. was playing guitar and singing. Though. I also keep thinking she looks like this woman. Oh, everyone can see that. Yeah. Well, okay, look up the cover for Ninja 3, The Domination. What a title. And you, <laughs> the woman that plays the main character looks just like that woman, but it's not her. No, it's not her at all. But it, doesn't it look a lot like her? Yes. Mm, I mean, close. Like, it definitely looks, it definitely looks like, it definitely looks like Jane. Yeah, it does. But it's not. It's a... Jane had a more rounded face a little bit, if I'm being picky. Maybe it's just the makeup. But no, this woman is Lucinda Dickey. Makeup can change how you look, you know. And she yeah. was in uh, I, she's in another I, I movie. Not only have we covered Ninja Three: The Domination on this podcast, but another movie Lucinda Dickey was in, uh, Electric uh, Boogaloo. Yeah, uh, Breaking Two: Electric Boogaloo, which is an incredible film. It oh. is. I've never seen Breaking, but I've seen the Breaking Two: Electric Boogaloo, <laughs> and it is fucking insane. Makes you want to 